So we were in an Eastern Asian country, and um, it was kind of a rural area. It wasn't super city-like, but it wasn't like mud huts. You know, there's okay. it's kind of in the middle. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> my siblings were going to local school, um, but I had outgrown the system. So around like seventh grade, I was asking my parents if I could go to a boarding school because I was quite lonely where I was. Okay. Um, yeah, and they laughed and said that I couldn't do that because I needed to stay with them and they didn't want to send me far away, which is uh-huh. an understandable reaction, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, And then about eighth grade, um, I just started getting more and more lonely and just like wanting friends because I was growing up and not having that. And so they said that if we found a good place that we could go to one, and we found BFA, and we knew mm. some connections here because everyone seems to have mm. connections here. <laughs> and so um, <laughs> we ended up coming my freshman year. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the BFA Life podcast. We're excited to do another student feature. We have Bailey here in the office. She is a senior, she's been here for four years. She loves this place. And we're excited to just talk through her story. Her parents have served both in Eastern Asia. They've been on staff here, and they've now moved back to the States. But Bailey is here with us, and we're excited to get a glimpse into her life. Have you have you run into kids here who have a very similar background of either doing homeschool or feeling lonely or feeling isolated. I feel like that's a pretty common reason for a lot of kids to come. Mm. I would say a lot of the kids here like came because either their schools were didn't come to this level or they didn't have schools where they were or they were the only ones in their countries. Like I would say that's a pretty popular reason why people mm-hmm. are here is mm-hmm. because they were isolated mm-hmm. where they were. Were you homeschooled then like 7th and 8th grade? Yeah, I seventh and eighth? homeschooled from 6th, 7th and 8th grade. Oh wow, okay. Mhm. And I'm just curious, what's the context for your parents' work? Like, what exactly were they doing? You don't have to give full detail, mm-hmm. but what exactly were they doing? Um, so the, for the first two years, they were actually had student visas, and so they were just there learning the language and okay. making friends and doing more, like, relational ministry type stuff. So getting to know people and knowing the culture and making friends and having meals and hosting people and just trying to... Um, integrate right? integrate yeah, yeah and be more like friends with people because mm-hmm. it's very hard to get a working visa there or like figure out somewhere to work um, but then the last year my dad was connected with another man who had moved there um, but they were leaving the country mm-hmm. and so my dad took over his company um, which was really great because my dad had a chance to kind of work with the locals that were working in that company and mm-hmm. get to know them on more personal levels. Mm-hmm. And my dad's really great with like hands-on and being leading alongside people. Mm. And so that was where we were. We actually moved to cities that last year and mm. then we were there. My dad was working. And they were, they were doing work specifically with, with a Muslim. minority, mu- Muslim based minority ethnic group in that, in that area. Yeah, yeah. they were. Um, and they, they, so they were still there when you came to BFA. Mm-hmm. And then, spoiler alert, they actually came to work at BFA a little later on. Why why is that? Um, So the place we were working in, it actually became more dangerous for the locals to interact with Americans or, like, white people in general or just, Mm. like, foreigners 
because the country became heavily oppressive because they wanted to integrate them a lot. Mm. And so my parents felt like, you know, it's, it's a lot more harm here than good to be here. It's hurting more people. Mm. And the local church is really starting to take care of this minority group. And so they mm. just were starting to figure out a place to go. And originally they planned to go back to Texas um, to figure out where they wanted to go. But BFA really needed mm -hmm. dorm parents really bad. Mm -hmm. And I had been in a dorm and they saw how impactful that was for me and how it was really important for me to be here mm -hmm. and that it was very significant in my life. Mm -hmm. And so they prayed about it a lot and they called me at the end of my freshman year and was like, hey, we're going to be dorm parents at HBR. And I was like, no, you're not. You're, you hate it. You won't be good at it. I said that to my mom. It was so bad. It was so mean. And she was like, well, I didn't ask if we could. I told you we were going to. And then... Suddenly you realize what mom and dad being back in the picture is all about. Yeah, I, I think a lot of what I was thinking, though, was like, don't bring your crazy here. Like, this is my, this is my place. You know, this is where everything's uh, okay. Yeah, and I was... Yeah. I think I associated a lot of that being with my family, like uh -huh. from the last place we had lived was just like, it's going to be hard. It's going to be isolating. Like if my family's here, I'm not my own person and I can't have my own friends. Interesting. Yeah. And How you so made those like associations mm -hmm. and it was all like completely subconscious. Like okay. I hadn't mm. yeah. thought about it, um, but I was very grumpy about them moving here all the way up until I think like the day we moved into HBR. Yeah. And I think whenever everyone came and started like showing up and all my best friends were in HBR. And yeah. so I was like realizing that being in a boys dorm wasn't going to be that bad because I've grown up having like relationships with boys, like friendships and they're mm -hmm. my brothers and that not being weird. Yeah. And so that was really good. And then all of them like just accepted my little siblings so fast. Like mm, they just loved cool. having them there and they would play soccer with my little brother and let my little sister draw all over their arms um, <laughs> and just like really accepted like sibling roles in a lot of their lives, which was really great because I, a lot of my life have felt like I'm not a good enough big sister because I like left them and just don't know how to connect with them a lot of the time because like you have different interests than your siblings mm -hmm. sometimes and you're mm -hmm. not going to know always, especially when you have four of them, like you can't always be there for every single one of them. And so it was really great to see my little brother have big brothers and see yeah. my little siblings have other people that they look up to as well mm -hmm. and like just had fun with in their home. Mm -hmm. And it was a really hard place for my entire family to live. And so I think coming to HBR was like really great because it just allowed for a lot of those really good connections that were lacking in mm. the other place that we were living. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's really good insight into what it's like to bring a family to come work in a dorm um there's sacrifices that have to be made but it's also there's a lot of really good that comes out of it um and doing it as a family it seems like you guys really like you all were all in the relationships with the dorm brothers i mean it just it, mm -hmm. it was a beautiful thing right yeah yeah um i just want to back up real quick mm -hmm. because when i first met you was your first year at bfa yeah and you were like the happiest smiliest girl i'd ever met like this person that was just like bright, sunshine, Bailey. Mm -hmm. And then you were telling me like how different you were from just a year previous mm -hmm. when you were still living back in that Asian country. So just tell me about that year in particular 
and how um, freshman year or the year before freshman year when you mm -hmm. got here right because you came freshman year right mm -hmm. yeah just how was that for you just developing as a person and you mentioned that you had been feeling lonely like tell me what it was like moving into the dorm and and all of that for you so my dad came to drop me off and we mm -hmm. got here about two days early because he wanted to get to drive on the autobahn because he's a really big car person. <laughs> and so we did that and I got to spend some quality time with my dad, which I think was really important. Cool. And then um, I actually noticed the Condren bells first whenever they went off, whenever yeah. we got here on like Sunday or something. Like the church bells. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the first thing I really fell in love with here. Mm. Um, and it kind of was really comforting because it would always happen all the time. Um, and then the time came to move into the dorm and I was really nervous because all the new people get there at like the same time, mm. but I was just like praying I didn't get there before my roommate because I didn't want to pick which bed I wanted because I didn't want her to not get to pick. And so I was just okay. freaking out inside. <laughs> You're not a people pleaser at all, are you? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I walked in and my dorm mom, Aunt, De Aunt B at the time, she just said, welcome home. And she gave me a huge hug. And I mm. think that was kind That's of huge. the moment I realized, like, okay, I'm going to be okay. Like, they love me, and they don't even know me yet. Mm. And that really calmed me a lot, which is quite surprising because I don't tend to be a very physical pre person with other people. Mm -hmm. But um, she just gave the most, like, warming, like, motherly hug ever. And I was quite ready to kind of move in. And then I moved in and went to school and just started making friends immediately. Like I came in and I was like, there are so many people my age here. I don't know what to do. Like, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen this many people. Like, oh, those people are scary. Like, geez, it's teenagers. And I was like, wait, I'm a teenager. What do I do? And so just yeah. not really knowing what to do. And then yeah. I kind of ended up forming a group of friends out of the people who like there was this clique and then there was that group and then we were the group of people who didn't really have a group of people. Okay. And so we just like, we're a bunch of like weirdos and freshmen and you know, just crazy <laughs> people who are just friends and we would hang out all the time and we'd have lunch in the student center like every day and it just became a really close bond of people where That's you cool. could be crazy and happy and, but you also didn't have to be and that was really great. Yeah. Quick, quick shout out to Dave and Barb Schultz. Yeah. Dave and Barb have listening. been welcoming kids into the, a number of dorms, two dorms at least, yeah, uh, for many, many years. So thank you for them. Yeah, I feel like dorm parents, sometimes the fruit of their labor doesn't come till yeah. much later. Um, so Dave and Barb, hope you're listening. <laughs> um, well, Bailey, that, that sounds like a huge transformation in your life. I think there was a lot of internal stuff still, but I was able to yeah, at least like feel like really happy and really joyous and mm -hmm. have things to put my mind on besides mm -hmm. that for like the whole year and it was really great mm. it was a really good like healing time that's cool mm -hmm. so now you're a senior yes wow <laughs> time flies it does it's crazy mm. um looking back over your three and a half years now what has been like a super special thing for you here at bfa has it been dorm life has it been uh, something you've been involved in at school like where's been your your greatest joy here so I think a lot of the things I've done have been really special to me for a lot of different reasons. Mm -hmm. um, I think House Jesse was really amazing just in the closeness, and it was a really small dorm, so it was really precious to me. Um, and then moving to HBR, just having all these big brothers and getting to really form like more deep emotional bonds 
was really precious to me too. And then also worship team has been really important to me too because I think having a place where like you walk in and the first thing that Josh said was welcome family and I rolled my eyes so fast. (laughs) I was like, yeah, okay, it's another BFA family. Like, okay. And then um, it actually became that. Like we pray together Mm. and we worship together and you know, I've cried with people on the worship team, even outside of the meetings. And it really is just a place where you can worship if you're sad and you can worship if you're happy mm. and you can be where you are. And I think that was something that's really important to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. So good to hear it. You've been involved in the play too yes. and yearbook mm-hmm. too. And um, man, it just seems like you had your hand in just about everything. Yep. It's so fun. I'm so glad you're able to come and like, have all of these experiences and to yeah. grow, you know, with kids your age and um, have all these opportunities to learn how to be responsible and learn how to manage your time. And, and yeah, yes. yeah, I've loved it. Does a really good job of letting you do everything. Like you yeah. can try anything you've ever wanted to try. Huh. That's fun. You've come full circle now where you were with your parents in Asia. You came here by yourself and lived in a dorm. A small dorm and then you were in hbr with your parents and now your parents have moved back to the states and you were back in another smaller dorm and helping what yeah. is all the new kids except for you the dorm parents are returning staff mm-hmm. um so you've kind of come full circle as far as the way that you started your bfa experience what is i don't really know what to ask from that but what's That's... it what's it like i don't know um I think it's really interesting looking back and seeing me go from the littlest girls dorm to the biggest boys dorm to like a quite medium-sized co-ed dorm. I think that I have (laughs) a very circular (laughs) view of dorm life, at least in general. And I still like, Mm -hmm. I don't know everything. I don't even know half the things. I don't know half the experiences that people go through in the dorms. And it's definitely weird going into having like new dorm staff and new students, but there were two other returners with me. And I think that was really good too, Mm -hmm. to kind of have familiar faces when I walked in. Um, But it's really interesting, like after having been in two dorms that had been standing a long time to kind of get to see how the forming of a new dorm works Mm -hmm. and the amount of grace that everyone has to put in that, like the dorm staff and res life and Mm. everyone like it just takes a lot of work and you don't have those traditions but it's fun to get to see them kind of built themselves like Mm. you see something really dumb and really stupid like calling your dorm dad space dad one time like just sticks and your whole dorm's a planet now (laughs) like it's just really fun yeah we were just talking before we hit record about how your dorm has this whole space theme going (laughs) which is like so random like it's how traditions are made when this new dorm opened nobody would have ever guessed that that would be the thing but you're actually wearing right now recording this the sweatshirt yes by your dorm and it's got a big planet on it which is so funny yeah, it was fun that's so great i love how those things form <laughs> yeah. you you kind of back here for your senior year which it is really special and especially since your parents have left the mission field um your situation is not very typical as far as you being able to finish here which i think is mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. um can you tell us a little bit about the process and conversation with you and your parents in the school and just what that kind of idea is where you've that's that's obviously a, a conversation that was I would assume difficult yeah of what is best for you what is good for the, your family mm-hmm. 
So um, about halfway through my junior year, my parents were really wrestling with like, do we need to go back or do we need to stay here? Like what needs to happen? Um, and we decided, or they decided after a lot of prayer and I got to see that too. And that was really good to see that it was time to move back to Texas until the Lord called them somewhere else. Um, and for me and my sister, who also is in high school, it was, it was a trying thing to hear. You just like, mm-hmm. it opened up a lot of well, I know I'm not going to be in HBR next year, but are we going to be at BFA? Like, are we going to move to Texas? Just really not knowing. Um, and we decided that since my sister had just done her freshman year, it would be better for her to be able to do all of her high school in a more like consistent place with my mm-hmm. family because mm-hmm. she's more of a homebody. You know, she enjoys being, she just needs to be like with my parents more, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. as of right now, just personality wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I had been here for three years and I had done the boarding thing before. And so with a lot of prayer, my parents asked me what I wanted to do. And I actually said, Mm. you know, I'd like to stay here, but I understand if I need to go back. And so I left it up to them, like really, really crossing my fingers (laughs) that they'd say I could stay here, but just not wanting to be the one to make that decision. Um, And they said, you can stay here, but like basically you need to work your butt off because I wasn't doing that good in school, like junior year. Um, but I worked my butt off and I got my grades up and I decided that we could, that I could stay. Um, Hmm. and so that was really a huge blessing. Yeah. Yeah. That's really great. I think graduating or your whole senior year, we've already done a couple of podcasts. Um, one in particular talking about senior year and graduating. And it is really important, like to have all these experiences with the dorm and to be able to step through those rite of passages, like the Rome trip, like you know, even just the graduate, like grad day, um, is such a huge thing, mm-hmm. um, in the life of a BFA I think anybody who's gone to BFA listening will understand that. Yeah. Um, what would you say, Bailey, to students who are thinking about coming to BFA? Cause you were in those shoes mm-hmm. at some point. Um, what would you say even to parents maybe that have children who are thinking about education options mm-hmm. um yeah i think listening to your story there's already a lot of things we've heard from you but if you were to speak directly to them what would you say i think to the students i would say that it's a really welcoming place it's really easy to come in and like there's always new people and so you're not going to be the only new person and you're not going to mm. be the like you're not going to be just left not being told what to do. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's so many things to kind of help you get situated and help you know where you need to be. And I think that's really great. And I think it does take a lot of bravery to move away from your parents and stuff. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's the better choice and sometimes it's not. But I think that BFA is a really good place for that if it needs to happen. Um, and for the parents, I would say what I've heard from my mom and from other parents is that a lot of the real, that like the hardest thing is leaving your kid and not being super familiar with the people that you're leaving them with. But I would just say that everyone here like loves and cares for your kids so much. And like, I've never gone a day where I've not been good and not had someone ask me about it or talk to me about it. And, you know, my mom can text like seven people here and be like, give Bailey a hug today and I'll get 16 hugs. And I don't know how that happened. (laughs) Um, And so it's just like a place where your kid is really seen. Like we're super seen here. 
and and very encouraged to continue talking to our parents be like oh did you tell your mm. mom about that or at dinner on Wednesdays like make sure you call your parents this week you know like it's mm. Mother's Day you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. and I think it's just a really healthy environment and academically you know they really help with like personally I was really struggling with math when I came here but they had so many classes and so many things that could help me like get back to where I needed to be mm. and that's it's just a really helpful place that is very able and willing to help you adjust to where you have been because they have so many people coming from so many different places Mm -hmm. that it's quite flexible in that way. Well, as a BFA staff member, that's like wind in our wings. Um, And if you're listening and you work here or have worked here, yeah, just maybe just take that little section of the podcast and play it over in the morning every time you wake up because that's the impact that we want to have. And it's so good to hear that you're benefiting from this place and that you're being sharpened and and grown into this awesome person that God's created you to be. And I'm so glad you're here. Yeah. And I'm sad that we only have like less than a whole <laughs> semester with you. <laughs> do you know um, do you know what's what's next? Yeah. I'm what's actually next? going to college in Texas at UNT because the scholarships were good and I really wanted to be close to my family again. Yeah. Cool. Just cause living far away for two separate years <laughs> I just <laughs> yeah looking forward to being close and there wasn't anywhere that was really screaming at me so I'm gonna go there and I'm currently studying I think it's international relations and cool. journalism Sweet. but I really just love people and I want to learn about that so we'll see what I do with my life yeah yeah you got time yeah wow that's awesome um, Nathan and I really appreciate that you came to our office to talk to us um it's awesome to hear these stories and we're proud of you and so glad that you are here and yeah can't say enough good about you bailey so thanks for being here thank you thanks bailey Something that is really important to us and is a topic that we talk about a lot on this podcast is what does it mean to leave home? What does it mean to thrive away from home? What does it mean for parents to wrestle with that decision of sending their kid to a boarding school? What does it mean for us as staff to care for these kids well? Um, Somebody who has done a lot of research, done a lot of talking and writing about this and has also been a guest on our podcast is Michelle Phoenix. You can find her on one of our previous episodes. Uh, We also want to highlight that she has launched her own podcast that highlights a lot of things about MK development, MK education, and just the the life of somebody who is a TCK. You can find it if you search for a podcast called Pondering Purple. We'd invite you to check that out. She has some great things to say, and Michelle is a really good friend of ours. All right, Nathan, I think we have a couple of shout-outs. I think we do. And I'm going to start... Uh, this past weekend, at the time of recording this, uh, we had high school retreat, uh, and it was super fun. And I just want to thank the team that came from Grace Bible Church in College Station, Texas. Uh, you guys were so great. So thank you to Ryan, Rob, Haley, Nathan, and Case for coming and leading worship and providing uh, just the teaching from the Word. Um, we're so grateful for you guys, and um, thanks for all you did this past weekend. I'd also like to give a huge shout out to Mr. Zemke, Mr. Pusey, as well as Rob, who was our student director this year. The high school put on an incredible musical, Into the Woods, 
You guys did a fantastic job, and it made for uh, tons of laughs. And we are grateful for the hours and hours that you have put into making BFA student life and activities the wonderful things that they are. Yeah. It was an excellent musical. I took my son, and we were just giggling the whole time. It was so good. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the BFA Life podcast. Until next time, have a great week. Thank you.